You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. All right. If I'm being totally honest here, it hasn't been my day, my week, or even my year. And <laughs> um, it actually, well, it actually started a long time ago, as you guys all the loyal gabbers that have followed along the podcast for the past couple months, you know, you know, we're not in our most thriving season and that's okay. Um, but I'm telling you, I am 1010% feeling the effects of mercury and retrograde and this eclipse that is happening. Say what you want about astrology, but the retrograde when, when mercury is in retrograde it's supposed to especially affect um, Virgos and Geminis because they're ruled by Mercury. And I feel like we always feel that sense. And then on top of that, my rising sign is a Scorpio and this eclipse has been in Scorpio and it was just like two days ago. And so the astrology experts have been saying it's supposed to be like a cluster for people like me. And that's kind of what it feels like um, over here. I, I'm really doing my best to brush brush my shoulders off <laughs> and keep them keep them moving. I I know last week I told you it was actually before we recorded the podcast last week, but we didn't mention it. Um, we were supposed to go to a trivia here, me and my friends, and it was a friends trivia, and we got there like an hour over an hour early, and like it was downtown on a weeknight, you know, like got all ready to go. They're like, oh, it's full. It's sold out. Like we couldn't get in. We couldn't get into the trivia. I was like, what is this? <laughs> so we had to go to this random bar, like on a Wednesday. There's no one in this bar. We order like some not great food <laughs> and sit on the back patio and I don't know. That was last weekend. My weekend was fine. Nothing too, um, like, interesting or crazy happened, but I just had all the things, and they're all first world problems. Like, let me just say that. There are bigger issues going on in the world, but listen, I had to go back to work this week, (laughs) and that doesn't work for me. Um, we... That's not going to work for me. That's not, it's not the vibe. The vibes were immediately off. Um, I stepped one foot in that door and said, nope. Uh, yeah, we're, we're back to going into the office some days of the week. And listen, I've been a person that works in person. I've been remote for periods of the pandemic. There were periods of the pandemic for over a year that I worked fully in person wearing a mask. So like, I've seen the range. I'm not trying to say I've been to, through the trenches of it, like nurses or teachers or whatever, but I've seen both sides. So it's not like I'm just little Miss Chris who's always worked remote. But once you've been working remote, even if you've been in person before, it is just such an adjustment going back. Like when I got home from work on Monday, I literally had a giant headache. I had zero motivation to like exercise. I was like, I am not like doing, I'm not making food. I'm eating leftover mashed potatoes. I'm getting in my bathtub and I'm going to bed by eight. And I was like, this is, this is too much. This is too much for me. I'm not cut out for this lifestyle. So I'm 
truly struggling. Do you see why people like me just like want to stay home and do nothing sometimes? I'm like, but I'd be home. So then on the weekends I want to go out, but. Yeah. But I mean, after like, after being out and about and doing things, you're like, the last thing I want to do is go and be out and do more things. Right. Right. Well, I can't even do things in my home after I've been out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, just don't expect me to do anything. And yeah, that's probably part of a much larger conversation with um, just where some things are at in my life right now. But nonetheless, we, we got to get through. We got to pay them bills. We got to hustle, but then relax. Um, so that's been a uh, fun this week. And then I've been telling Sierra about my uh, chronicles of, I've been, I feel like a teething baby while all of this is happening, literally, because I, again, not a metaphor, y'all. This is literal. <laughs> this is very literal. <laughs> like, again, first, first world problems. I am not like, I have the most horrible life because da 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 da. So basically I'm whitening my teeth um, because I'm vain and I spent money to do so. And that's what it is. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like this is a medical need and people are holding a gun to my head, forcing me to go to work. Okay. You know what? This is my life. But it is true <laughs> that my teeth very much are sensitive right now. And I was telling Sierra, I've been just chronicling all of the ups and downs of trying to like find something to help soothe the situation. Cause I've got to do it overnight for like two weeks. And then I go in person to the office to do like a final treatment thing or whatever. And I've wiped my teeth plenty of times at home before, but I've never done like a full grade professional situation. And so it's much stronger. And I like when you have a baby that's teething they just like cry all the time. Like they're fussy. They just like, pfft, they cannot be soothed. That is me. And so the, the fact that that is overlapping with the retrograde, the eclipse, I have to go to work. I'm just not a great person to be around right now. And I'll be the first to admit it. Just like, leave me alone. Let me be a sloth. Let me chew on my teething ring that I bought myself the other day. Um, <laughs> It was a dollar, I think it was like a dollar 98 at Walmart. And let me just say, Walmart doesn't sell Origel. What the heck is up with that? So that's not there. Um, I had to like search every aisle. So I literally didn't find anything in the medical aisle or the tooth aisle that seemed to have much like advertising around sensitivity aside from just like regular toothpaste, which I already have sensitivity toothpaste. <laughs> so I find myself in the baby aisle and I'm looking at teething rings. And I'm like, could one of these work for me? So I bought one for a, like $2. And all I have to say is it's so big. I'm just picturing you standing in the aisle, like sizing them up. Like, which one? Which well, one? I thought that I felt immediately out of place there. But I was like, I also have to realize I am the age of a mother. I could technically be somebody's mom. And I'm like, so everyone else there just thought I was buying something for my sweet child at home. And little did they know that was for me. Yeah. <laughs> for me and my shiny teeth. So, um, I, and then I really haven't used it because it's so big. I'm like, what infant is 
chewing on this. It's hard and it's fairly girthy. And like, it's, it's just like, it's not just like something you can just like lightly chew on for like tension. It's like an exercise. And keep in mind, those things are made for humans that don't have teeth yet or the teeth are coming in. I'm like, you have a full head of teeth. So, <laughs> but still, they're little, they have like little baby mouths and they're supposed to be like putting their gums on it. Like I'm telling you, it's hard. Like I have to bite down hard to get any like pressure back. I'm like, what kind of baby <laughs> has got the strength? because I feel like they wouldn't even have the strength so they'd just be sucking on it and I'm like well what's even the point of that you might as well just have a pacifier that's just for the babies that had to buy that Uh, (laughs) they didn't buy it but anyways my teeth hurt and (laughs) I don't really expect anyone to feel sorry for me I'm just saying that's why (laughs) I'm feeling fusty fussy feeling extra fussy with my teeth because it's one of those things it's I'm not saying it's the same as a period but it's similar to a period in the sense that like it's a like a dull kind of pain that's in the background that no one sees but you feel it all day so when like people are being annoying and your teeth hurt you're like I don't really care about your problem right now like my teeth hurt (laughs) just like when you have a period and you have cramps you're like you can't see me bleeding out right now but that's happening and me caring about your problem is not (laughs) yeah yes it's just one of those like invisible <laughs> things and it, it just it it chips away at you underneath so I'm really hoping manifesting that um once this retrograde and uh eclipse or I mean the eclipse is technically over because I thought it's just like one day yeah but after effects I guess we're still recovering mm-hmm. I'm hoping by June. It could last a couple days. What'd you say? I'm hoping by June. My teeth whitening should be done by June 1st. So hopefully she'll be a brand new woman after that and no more teething. Yeah. Well, I feel like every time we turn around, we're in some kind of a retrograde that is affecting us. I'm like, every time I feel I'm feeling good again, the universe slaps us back down. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I don't. I feel like you're having a harder time right now than I am, to be honest. I'm not trying to say, like, my life is great either. I mean, it's very mundane. I still have to go to work. I'm still doing all the normal things. Um, I haven't gone to any crazy parties. I'm not out partying, dating. I'm not doing anything too fun. Right. Uh, very much boring, regular life. But, um, but yeah, I still... I still definitely feel a little bit off kilter. Like things are, they're going fine, but they're not. the vibes are off. The vibes are the vibes are slightly off. I can't put my finger on it, but they just are. Like speaking of being of age of motherly age, yeah, um, I did get mistaken as a mom recently, and I just not that there's like a bad thing like I didn't react poorly I don't think but it's just really awkward to be like oh no I'm not a mom because like people our our age are moms but we're not yeah because you don't want to come off like you're shaming that person or shaming other people around you who might be your age who are moms you don't want to like come off like you're 
offended, but also you don't want to come off like you're like, that could never be me, you know, because like, like obviously it could be. But also I think so many people, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying all moms, (laughs) this is not all moms, all men movement, but there are particular people out there that will like, they're so triggered by it. And you're like, that feels like a you thing. Like if, if you were to just be like, oh, I'm not a mom and someone like really did take hyper offense to it, like, well, what's wrong with being a mom? Cause I know people that would react like that. Mm-hmm. You're like, literally nothing. <laughs> just said, I'm not a mom. That's not my choice. That's not my journey. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to shame anyone who is a mom. Like moms are great. I love moms. I have a mom, <laughs> but like, <laughs> The reason why I may say it the way that I say it is because I'm like, who, me? I'm like, you're like, that's not me. I'm like, I'm like, that's preposterous that anyone would ever think that I, Sierra, am a mother because like, I know myself and I'm like, absolutely not. Right. um, Also, I'm like, kids are cool too. I like kids. And how this whole thing happened is because on Saturday of this weekend, I was, um, asked to help out with a, um, birthday birthday party at the dance studio. There was like a birthday party going on for a group of seven year olds. Um, or the birthday girl was seven anyways, but I think all of them were her like classmates at school. It was like all these little girls. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I got there kind of early ahead of time because I'm going to be the teacher um, teaching them like a little routine. And so I was there and the studio owner's mother was there. So she's like an older woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old she is, but like I'm imagining maybe in her 60s. Yeah. And then there's all these moms coming through dropping off their children yeah, she's standing there talking to the studio owner's mom, the the older woman. She was just like there ahead of time to clean the room and like sweep the floors and all of that. And mm-hmm. so then she comes over to me and then the birthday girl's mom, who I was introducing myself to as like, hey, I'm the dance teacher for the day. She comes over to both of us and is like telling us, hey, you know, if you need anything, like the bathroom is over here and paper towels are over here and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I work there, but so I know the drill, but she didn't know that. And so she must've gone and texted her daughter, which is my boss, the studio owner and was like, Hey, do you know when the dance teacher gets here? (laughs) And so then I get a text message. that's like, are you there yet? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And she's like, Oh, I think my mom's confused. Never mind." And so then she comes back in and she apologizes. And I was like, don't, you don't have to worry about apologizing. Like you didn't know what I looked like. It's okay. And she was like, I just thought you were some young mom. And I was like, oh, well, she's no. like, a young mom. I know. So I'm like, well, at least she thought I was a young mom. But also I just like felt conscious about how I reacted around all these other moms, you know? Cause I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I just like, didn't want to offend anyone. Like, oh, I'm not a mom. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think unless you were like, <laughs> I can never be a loser, freaky, weird, old, ugly mom. <laughs> I know. As long as you didn't say anything like that, I feel like anyone that would take offense, like, that's on you. Like, that's just yeah. weird. 
I know. You've got some weird personal trauma going on around being a mom. Like, I just want to say, though, that I'm, I mean, I've said this already, but I'm 28 years old and I will be 29 in like a month. Um, yeah. And I still feel that if I were to get pregnant, like right now, I, I would feel like a teen mom. Why would I feel like a teen mom? Because I feel like I'm not fit to be a mother yet. Like that, that just wave of motherhood has not hit me. I do not feel worthy. I do not feel ready. So I'm like, that is why I'm like me, a mom, you're joking. Cause I'm like, why do I still feel like a teen mom? And I'm 29 years old. Um, but yeah, I will take the compliment though, that I looked like a young mom. I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Any day. I mean, luckily I have not, um, had that recently. I have, I went to, when we went to a bar on like a casual bar on Saturday, I, I'm just glad that people are still asking for my ID. I'm about that. <laughs> One of our friends, she's, um, younger and she looks a lot younger. And so she always gets asked about her ID and she gets really annoyed when, <laughs> when people ask. It's very triggering for her that she looks young. And the rest of us are just like, wow, you need to hold on to this. For as long. And we're, and like, if we get ID'd with her, we're just flattered that they also ask for ours because some places they won't ask for ours, but they ask for ours and we're like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm just riding on that for now, taking that as a uh, good sign. And yeah, yeah, no mom vibes here. I know. I'm like, also, it helps too that I work with elderly people and I'm like the youngest person there. So I just feel young, you know? They like, they're like, you're basically an infant to them. Yeah, they're like, you're basically a teenager. And I'm like, yeah, basically. So that <laughs> doesn't help the fact that I just feel like a teenager at all times. I feel like a teen mom at all times. And then I go hang out with children and they don't understand the concept of age. So they think I'm a teenager and they still think I'm like, you know, in school or something. They think I'm like, to them, like 16 is old, you know? And they're like, how old are you? Like 16? But then you have the other ones that are like, how old are you, 40? And I'm like, how dare you? So they just have no concept of time or age or anything like that. So, you know, I'll take the compliments, uh, even though they're not really compliments as they come. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, so that's pretty much what I've been going through. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with pop culture stuff. Sounds good. Um, so Mackenzie and I took a quick break and you heard our ad and hopefully you listened to it because that's how we make money. Um, but if you skipped through it and you're here now, um, that's fine too. But as Mackenzie and I took a, an actual quick break, we were talking about how, um, this time of our lives feels like our, our reputation era. Um, we very much are just being ruthless and we're not taking uh shit from nobody and we're liking it i think 
Um, I don't know if we're liking it, but we're it's what we got to do to survive. Yeah, either. yeah. I I don't know if liking it is really the the thing, but yeah, it, it's it was like did you hear the first half of that episode where we were like, we're not having a great time, but but we're doing it out of necessity. Yeah, yeah. At this point, so, but anyways, speaking of Taylor Swift, um, I saw that she graduated from NYU. Yeah, today. Well, yeah. today as of recording the podcast. Yeah, today at um, Wednesday, the 18th. Mm-hmm. So happy graduation day to Taylor Swift and all the other graduates out there. Um, I just thought I'd mention it. Yeah, I haven't got to listen to her um, commencement speech yet. I've seen clips of it, like on TikTok, come up, but I'm sure the entirety of it will be living somewhere, even if it's like the NYU YouTube channel. Um, yeah. I haven't seen or heard anything about it yet either, but but how iconic for those people graduating. Like, can you imagine? I would just die if Taylor Swift was part of my graduation, which I didn't mention this. I don't think I knew about this last week. What? Episode. Um, But one of um, my friends that I also worked with for a while, she's a listener of our podcast. She actually got engaged last week um, to not too, ta- I mean, yeah, to Taylor Swift, basically. She went to, um, not one the of actual Taylor Swift, but yeah, 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 yeah. she's at Taylor Swift's house. <laughs> that would be iconic. Um, the Taylor Swift like string quartets that are like popping up. I don't think it's like a tour, I don't believe. I believe they're just like happening in cities, are just happy having them, yeah, because there's been multiple here in Austin, and I haven't been able to be. I haven't been able to go to any yet. And the upcoming one is going to be while I'm out of town. So it's still on my list to like check out because it's just how cute, how fun. Oh, we don't have it here. It's really cute. But like, and I'm not going to go on a date. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Um, But I'll go on a date with myself. Like literally, even if it was just me, like, again, like I said a couple weeks ago, life is too short to just like not be doing something because you're like, oh, that's a really cute day, but I don't have a day. Like, screw that. I'm going to, bring a wine in my purse and <laughs> chocolate and go yeah. but I just I can't right now because I'm gonna be out of town at the next one but anyways she um she and her boyfriend um went to one last week I believe and he proposed at the end he like arranged for them to play I think invisible string when he I- contacted them yeah, yeah. So it was like a special thing at the end. They were like up at the front. People were leaving, I think, from what I see in the pictures. She said like, yeah, it was like arranged afterwards and it was to that song. I didn't realize it, but he like arranged a special separate thing. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe they just went and he happened to propose during it somehow. I don't know. He's just like low-key like texts her in the middle of it and is like, you want to get married? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know how it went down, but that's way more romantic, so. Haley Swift puts everyone in their feels. People be out here proposing when they hear it, so. Um, yeah, congratulations to her as a Carlson Gab listener. We're super happy for her. Super cute engagement, obviously. Gabber Swifty approved engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, lots of stuff going on in the Taylor Swift world. No album, though. No album, but we did get some beach merch that people are really, like, kind of upset about. Right, right. Which They're like, why is she pushing off merch for us to purchase? It feels a little 
just yep. like yeah and I get that I get it but I also feel like people don't realize like Taylor Swift is not the one running her merch yeah and she's not, probably not even the one coming up with ideas for it like she's part of a larger album and management and whole team of people and it's like they they have their own marketing ideas they have their own suppliers they have their own designers they have like a, this is what we're gonna do Obviously, she can, I'm sure, put a halt to some things, but that's probably an area of the business where she's like, do what y'all want, or like, here's one cute idea, and she throws it their way, but I doubt Taylor was like, let's lead them on a goose chase, and then let's sell beach floaties. Like, she is not concerned with those things. No, well, I think, though, that a lot of her really loyal fans who have enjoyed her, like, I don't know, personal touch on a lot of things and a lot of projects mm. just felt really disappointed, I guess, because there had been all of this anticipation that had been leading up to the 13th because we know that's a significant number, but it's like she never announced that anything was happening. I feel like that's the hard part too, because I've seen a lot of videos and, and I'm not like way swayed one way or the other. I get the disappointment. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, there was a there's been a few like videos that I felt were very on point of like y'all have taken the conspiracies and the Easter eggs way too far. Like all of the Easter eggs that she's given us in the past have been like fairly obvious, and like she really, it's a lot. Like I'm not trying to call out the newer Swifties, but it's a lot of I feel like like the younger generations and like the newer Swifties that are like well, if you look in this video, there's this number. And if you count that many days plus this many days past the day that she posted this Instagram post, it leads to this day. So she must be, and I'm like, she doesn't go that deep. Like y'all are trying to almost give her too much credit. She ain't got that much time on her hands. Like, (laughs) and you're like, you led yourself to this theory. Like aside from being a 13th, and then aside from them putting the slide up on, um, t- which wasn't even her, it was Taylor Nation. Um, it was like a beach countdown. And it was all like one in the afternoon on the 13th. There wasn't anything she said, like, wait for the 13th. Yeah, I know. So I, I get it that people are upset because there have been so many conspiracies and theories going around that like, this seemed like a really big letdown. They're like, oh, we were building up all this hype for sunglasses and beach floaties. But then also, I think the people who really love Taylor who are like, there's another side of people who are disappointed that are like, why would she allow this to be the thing that we're waiting for? Because there are a lot of people that are like, we don't care about this stuff, this merch. Like, so I'd rather there just, like, not be new merch and just, like, only hype up the real things, like albums and whatever else that she's going to have out. Like, the music. It's not music-related. So I'm like, I get that, too. People are like, okay, really? There's a countdown for merch? Like, it just feels like a cash grab. So I get it. There's... Right, but you're like, don't buy it. No one exactly. I'm like, okay. No one held a gun to your head and said, buy this floaty immediately. Nobody's (laughs) like, oh, you like Taylor Swift? Well, you have to participate, or you're a fake fan. 
Like, like you don't have to, but yeah. So I thought that was like, so many other things too that are so problematic within the entertainment industry. And I'm like, this is what we're gonna get pressed about, like optional merch. <laughs> exactly. And the fact that she didn't release another album when she's given us like how many in the past two years? Yeah. There really cannot be choosers here. I mean uh, some yeah, of the- I'm not complaining. For the record, Mackenzie and I are not complaining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would I love new music? Yes, but I am not demanding any timeline. That is that is up to her. Um, so yeah, that's uh, what's going on with Taylor. I know uh, we've got a big release coming from Harry Styles. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, that means it's already out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's coming soon. That'll be exciting. Um, I wonder if they'll, I don't know if you know, because maybe I'm not in the loop enough to know if there's like another single planned yet already, or if you think like, as it was, it's going to be like the song of the summer, if that's like what he's going to ride on for a while. Mm, I'm not sure, but I did get an email saying that there's going to be a live stream of Harry's house. Um on the 20th like I don't exactly know all the details but it's on Apple Music like Apple Music is having a live stream of it I don't know I don't know like the details like when I pull it up on my phone like it doesn't give me any details but um I know that's happening so I think it's free like anybody can tune in if they want to yeah but as far as like another single i'm not sure yeah i'm sure there will be eventually but um either way i'll still be excited just to listen to the full album in its entirety so that's coming down the pipeline Mm -hmm. i know i talk about it every week talk about it every week but you know what someday soon i'm not gonna be able to talk about it every week and so for that reason i'm gonna talk about it today (laughs) is um i watched this week was the second to last episode of this is us and i've mentioned my love for the show on here but it's so good every week this was like the big kind of almost this was almost like more so the finale than i think next week next week's gonna be like here's how it all really ends and like a goodbye hug kind of vibe that's how it's been described but this was like the emotionally wrecking I mean, they all emotionally wreck you. So, um, I watched that last night and it lived up to all the expectations. Everyone is saying, everyone that watches the show is saying like Mandy Moore deserves an Emmy. And I think she definitely does. It's just so, it's so well written and so well done. And it's crazy the amount of things in the show, especially now that we're coming to the end, there are like scenes and things in the episode like from last night that are from like season two and Mandy Moore has even confirmed like that like they recorded those things that many years ago she's like so we recorded that five years ago I didn't even know what it was for I don't even remember it and now it's like edited into this episode and she's like so I'm watching it like surprised (laughs) of like how it's just like so intricately interwoven together yeah that's wild because I imagine these actors and actresses are like 
you know, when they filmed all these scenes at the time and then the season comes out and certain scenes are cut, they probably didn't think anything of it. Yeah, because that's just normal. But it's like, no, we're just saving this for five years from now. And they're like, no, that was on purpose. And we actually saved that for a reason. And for the last episode. To see it all come together, I can imagine like just like their minds being blown. And I'm like, wow. So that's just so good. It's about the interconnectivity of life and the stages of life. And it's just like. It just, it, it's a, it makes you a better person, I think, <laughs> literally watching the show. It makes you happier. It makes you more empathetic. It's just chef's kiss. So I'm really sad that next, I'm like still doing okay this week, knowing there's one more. I don't know how I'll be next week because I really look forward to it every Tuesday and I won't have anything to look forward to after next Tuesday, but you know, if you want to jump up on the train and binge it before next Tuesday, get on. I, apparently, my aunt just started watching it. Like, she literally did. And she's, like, I think at least two seasons in at this point. And she said she just watches it every night for, like, hours until, like, two in the morning crying. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be able to fast track it. Because where did you leave off? If Uh... I'm trying to remember what happens right after like um oh my gosh I'm even blanking on their names um Justin Hartley's character what's his name um Kevin Kevin um Kevin after the whole like going to Vietnam and like coming back and so that's that's a pretty decent amount, and I feel like, though, because here's the thing. The show what came after that, because I feel like I, I saw that, and then I'm sure I saw some things, like, after that, but I don't remember exactly well, the it's, sense of what happens. It's hard to place out the timeline, because as you know from watching the show, it's it jumps backwards. Yeah, my mom was telling me that my aunt was watching it, and she was like, yeah, um... You know, Michelle's watching it right now, and she just got to, and she was like, she's on season one, and she was like, she just got to where Randall meets his dad. And I was like, when Randall meets his dad, I'm like, that's like three, four seasons in. What are you talking about? And she was like, no, it's in the first season. And I was like, yeah. what? And she was, um, she said, I think she even said it's in the first episode. Like, it's in the pilot, he meets his dad. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? But... It's because, like, you watch it out of order, but it's, like, I think your mind reorganizes it in chronological order, because now that I've, like, watched so many of, like, the scenes and the timelines of, like, when this family, when they were, like, little bitty kids, all the way up through teenagers to young adults to adults, because the scene of him meeting his dad is, like, him middle-aged, I'm, like, that is not in season one, but... It is. It's literally the first episode. So it is hard to place. Um, so I could not tell you when that thing with Kevin happened. But yeah, I'm trying to look really quick while you're while you're speaking of like the different seasons. Now obviously I don't remember the titles of the episodes. So this is like really hard for me to know for sure. But 
I want to say I made it to like season four. Okay. So like I know that Kate, I think that's her name, had her baby. Yeah. So I know I at least made it to some point in season four. So I'm only like a couple seasons behind. I'm like, that sounds like a lack of motivation to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm realizing, I'm like, oh, season four was in 2016. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Yeah. Season five, I don't know when it was. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, season four was in 2019. My bad. The whole series started in 2016. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that sounds about right. 2019 sounds about when I fell off the wagon. If you could always get back on, it's worth it. It's worth it. If anything, it's your type of thing. It's something where you can just cry the whole time. I know. I didn't quit because it was bad. I just quit because there was a long break. Yeah, I will. I will admit that. When it came back, I just was like, not aware probably or what but the schedule for a long time was so all over the place they would like do four episodes and then be on a break for a month and then like 10 episodes and then on a break and so it was very confusing of like when it was on and I think they did lose a lot of viewers around that time so I will admit that but worth the watch if you got some time on your hands (laughs) um Really quick, I did watch, I'm still watching the Kardashians. Um, I did see in the media that Kravis, Courtney and Travis, are married. Yep. I don't know if they had, like, a courthouse wedding or what, but I saw her in, like, a short little dress, like, the both of them standing outside on some steps somewhere. It didn't look like some grand events yeah. at least I haven't seen pictures of like you know a million people there so I'm wondering if they like you know had a little small ceremony I'm not sure yeah but um they're married and I thought it was interesting this last episode had a lot to do with Scott and I was like why are they focusing so much on Scott feeling left out yeah um, I'm a little bit over that storyline. I feel like we've heard that storyline like a million times and I'm just, I'm just over it. But nonetheless, I will still continue to watch it. And they're just now starting to get into Kim texting Pete Davidson. Which that's what we're all there for, really. And that's what I'm waiting for. So I'm waiting for that to just blossom and take over and be the storyline. So, um, what else is there? We'll see. Um, like you mentioned, I'm still watching uh, The Circle. Well, I don't know if you did mention that. Maybe you just said you're watching Kardashians. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't mention The Circle. Oh, maybe I imagined that you said The Circle because I know that you're watching it. <laughs> um, but I'm keeping up with that. I haven't kept up with much else. I do know that uh, um, apparently an interview came out um, with Christine from um selling sunset yeah on color daddy yeah which i don't listen to and i haven't listened to the podcast but um apparently it's her alleging a lot of stuff about the producer of the show which if you don't know um he is also the producer of the hills which is infamously known for basically being a scripted reality show um and i think 
alleges some sexual assault um, and just some behind the scenes things, um, which to be honest, would not surprise me. I know we've talked about the show on here before and like, oh, we don't like Christine, but at the same time, like know that we know, like obviously we're in pop, we're not in pop culture. I mean, maybe we are, we think we are. <laughs> We, we're, we've been observers of pop culture for a long time. We were around of, in the days of the Hills. And so it's like, and I've known that this show is also produced by him. So it's not like I ever believed that this whole show is 100% reality. Um, I don't know. So it's interesting. I'm really not going to make a call on it much one way or the other, because these are people that I don't know and it is produced, but people do also still have some level of autonomy. So do I think Christine's an angel? I don't know about that. Do I think it's all what it seems? Also no. Yeah. <sighs> That's a tricky one. That's kind of how I feel too, still about like the um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case. It's like, we don't really know the whole story and we're never going to know the whole story. Right. And, and it's probably not like 100% black and white. Like it's not, well, this person was an angel and this person was just horrible the whole time. And this person, you know what I mean? It's like, there's probably, even if it was majority one person, it's always, it's always messy. Life's I messy. Know. Well, it's tricky in this case too, because I'm still keeping up with it religiously is that there's, like, very few, almost virtually none of the witnesses who have witnessed any violence between them. Like, so it's like, okay, all these people have never actually seen this person hit this person or this person punch this person or, like, whatever. Like, it's it's all he said, she said, and we just got to – suss them out ourselves and see who we believe and it's like we're never gonna really know the truth because no one was there except for the two of them yeah (sighs) but anyways yeah tricky situation we're just we're just retrograding over here everybody's retrograding everybody's retrograding do the retrograde is that a dance move yeah. It should be. <laughs> oh, man. We'll make up a little song and dance and go viral on TikTok. Sounds good. Um, if anyone else out there is feeling the effects, you know, we see you. We feel you. Um, Continue to be in your reputation era. Hang in there. We're going to make it through and we'll see you on the other side. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Okay, bye.